Allah berkatu. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضل فلا هادي له ونشد والله إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد وفي القرآن الحميد بعد عوذ بالله من شيطان رجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الناس تقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءل به وأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا وقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتعي الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم 
فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير هدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضات في النار أما بعد. I ask Allah subhanahu wa taala that just as He has gathered us here today on this day of Jum'ah, may Allah subhanahu wa taala gather us with our families in gentle firdaus al-Aala in the companionship of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Amin ya rabbal alamin. Brothers and sisters. When we think about Islam, what exactly is Islam? Islam is not only praying salat five times a day. Islam is not only fasting in the month of Ramadan. Islam is not only reading Quran when we get a chance. Islam is not only making dhikr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The reason why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he talked about family and he said, that the best amongst you are those who are good to their family is because what we show outside to the entire world is our Quran. What we show to the entire world is our Salat. We show the entire world our fasting and our Siyam. But the true colors and the true akhlaq of a human being is exhibited in how they behave at home. This is why today, inshallah, in this khutbah, I want to talk about a very serious issue. You know how many times people have called me and they have talked to me about their issues. They have talked to me about their family issues, their family dynamics. And subhanAllah, one thing that I hear constantly, and I felt like that enough was enough. And there is, you know, time has come that, you know, we have to talk about this in the khutbah. And that is the importance of keeping family ties. When we talk about family ties, of course, this is a very broad subject. A very broad subject. We can talk about maintaining a relationship with our family when it comes to our relatives. But I'm not going to talk about even relatives today. I'm talking about your own blood family. Today, I've heard so. I mean, today you hear so many cases, so many stories. When you ask people about their family, I hear this so many times. We are ten siblings, ten brothers and sisters, and none of us talk to each other. We are eight siblings, none of us talk to each other. Brothers and sisters, what's so mind-boggling about this even more is that when we talk about this disconnection, this severing a relationship between siblings, it doesn't happen in other families, but it happens in the most religious families. It happens in the families that pride themselves on that we are religious. This happens in families that pride themselves on that we are great supporters of da'wah. We do this and we do that. These are people who recognize themselves. They see themselves as religious families. And the most amount of severing of relationships is happening within the religious families. Think about this for a moment, brothers and sisters. I know that every single parent wants their kids to remain connected. We have three, four kids. We always talk to our kids to support each other. We always talk to our kids to look after each other. Today, mama and baba are here. Tomorrow, mama and baba are gonna, are gonna be gone. You three, four are gonna have to look after each other. But don't you think it is hypocritical? That when our kids, when they see that my parents are telling me to remain connected, but when I look at my own parents and I look at my own uncles and my own aunts and so forth, none of them are talking to each other. And is this is the case not just for weeks, but for years on end. 
Brothers and sisters, it is part of our deen. Just like we believe in the importance of the Quran, we believe in the importance of the Sunnah, we believe in the importance of Salat and Zakat and Hajj and so forth, there is a great importance in our deen. There's a lot of emphasis upon keeping the relationship with the family. First of all is, the Prophet ﷺ, he says in a hadith, narrated by Abu Hurairah radiallahu an, إِنَّ اللَّهَ تَعَالَىٰ خَلَقَ الْخَلْقِ حَتَّى إِذَا فَرَغَ مِنْهُمْ قَامَةِ الرَّحْمِ The Prophet ﷺ says that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had created all the creatures, and when he finished from creation, from the task of creation, الرَّحْم, the ties of relationships stood up, and it said, يَا اللَّهِ the Prophet says that at that time this concept of kith and kin stood up and it said to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, O oh Allah, at this place I seek refuge with you against severing my ties. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said at that time that that I treat with kindness those who treat you with kindness and I sever ties with those who sever ties with you and then it said am I, sa I am satisfied meaning that Rahim said I am satisfied Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says this is for you this is a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and what we learn from this hadith in a nutshell is that our quality listen to me very carefully when I say this our quality of the relationship between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is contingent upon our quality of relationship between our families. If I make it a point to sever my ties with others, Allah will sever his ties with us. And if I keep my relationship and I make a I make it an effort to remain connected with my family, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remains with that person. Another hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he talks about that those who maintain a relationship, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will increase in their wealth, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will increase in their lifespan. An Abi Hurairah radiallahu anhu qal, ta'allamu min ansabikum ma tasiluna bihi arhamakum, fa inna silat rahim Rasulullah he is telling us that teach your children, learn about your lineage to facilitate this kith and kin and this ties of kinship. And then he says, for indeed keeping the ties of relationship and kinship encourages affection and love within the families. It increases your wealth and it will increase your life. Lifespan. Today, subhanAllah, I've, when you meet families, they will tell you, especially the families, even though they have so much materialistic you know, opportunities, and they have so much in their life, but wallahi, a family that is closely connected with each other, siblings are working with each other, and they have a good heart within each other, and they are around each other, wallahi, it brings happiness to your life. We also find in the, in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَمَنْ عَفَا 
Think about this, brother and sister. This is a very powerful verse. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that those who make it a point, even though someone has done wrong to you, but if you make it a point to do sulh, if you make it a point to reconcile that relationship, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, فَأَجْرُهُ عَلَى اللَّهِ Meaning that it is such an amazing reward that will be given to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah did not even explain or He not even mention what reward it is. He just said it's an amazing reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the other hand, we find also in the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the punishment, the consequences regarding those who sever relationships. The very first thing is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send his curse upon the person who severs relationships. Allah says in the Quran, فَهَلْ عَسَيْتُمْ إِن تَوَلَّيْتُمْ أَن تُفْسِدُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَتُقَطِّعُوا أَرْحَامَكُمْ أُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ لَعَنَهُمُ اللَّهِ Not only will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send his curse upon them, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make them deaf and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make them blind. What that means is it may not be in the physical sense but in the spiritual sense sense, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take away their ability to listen to what is khair. And how many times you see in families, especially families that are always cutting each other off and families that are always ruining relationships. When you sit there and you tell them, brother, sister, this is what Allah has says in the Quran, they don't want to hear it. For them, their ego is bigger than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For them, their pride is bigger than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For them, they would rather be the recipients of Allah's curse and they would rather be made deaf and, and blind by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But their egos are bigger than that. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions this in the Quran. We also find the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that a person who severs relationships, their punishment is in this dunya. And in the Akhirah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa he says in a hadith that there is no wrong action more likely to bring punishment in this dunya in addition to what is in the Akhirah than oppression and severing ties of relationship. Here Rasulullah sallallahu in the hadith that he talks about dhulm, in the hadith that he talks about dhulm, he has connected um, severing of relationships with the concept of dhulm. Brothers and sisters, let's, let's open up our eyes. If there is issues in our family, if there is issue between, our, between the siblings, let's try to come together and repair that relationship. And more than anything else, think about this for a moment. You and I, we pray, we give sadaqah, we do so much. Why? Because we, we want the ultimate prize. We want jannah. We want the ultimate goal, we want to reach our ultimate goal. But Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he tells us in a hadith, and listen to this hadith. The Prophet says, La yadkhulul jannata qati'un. Do all you want. We can strive our entire life. But think about this. If we are part of the problem, where we are staying quiet in the face of the problem. Remember, when you stay quiet in a family, that is your approval. That shows that you are okay with people not talking to each other. The Prophet ﷺ is telling us that a person who severs relationships, they will not enter into Jannah. Think about this once again, as I said earlier, how many religious families, we talk about being religious, and yet we have this problem. This is a wake-up call for all of us. And the last hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, the Prophet ﷺ says that the a'mal of the person 
who severs relationships, or who's a mushahin, who has these kind of issues in their heart, their a'mal, when people don't talk to each other in the family, their a'mal are not presented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Your umrah is not going to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our hajj is not going to Allah. Our Quran is not going to Allah. Pray salat as much as you want. None of that is going to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because we have an issue within our families and we're not talking to each other. And when this happens, then our a'mal are, are restricted and they are, they, are in, they are suspended in the air and they are not going to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Brothers and sisters, we might think we're doing so much, but if we are part of the problem, remember that none of the khayr that we are doing is going to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So then the question is that how do we fix the problem? We don't have a lot of time. I want to quickly run through this. How do you fix the sibling rivalry problem within families? First of all, the advice for parents I have is do not play favoritism amongst your kids. The minute you play favoritism amongst your kids, the minute you appreciate one over the other, the minute you demean one in front of the other, the minute you are unfair to one compared to the other, wallahi, you will lose your kids. They may not say something today, but the minute they become 18, the minute they become 21, they're not going to want to do anything with you, and they're not going to want to do anything with their sibling. Most families that have sibling issues, it's not because there were some other, there were, there were some other issues. The main issue is, the key issue is, their parents were unfair between them. How often do we see that when it comes to our boys, we can let them go out till, till 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, but when it comes to our girls, they have to be home by Satul Maghrib. I mean, this disparity, this unfairness, why? Because they are girls and they have to get married and so forth. What about our boys? They don't have to get married one day? You think they are just so, you know, pious at times? Yes, if you know your kids are at the masjid, for example, there's a Qiyamul Layl program that is taking place. You understand, the girls are at the masjid, they are protected. The boys are at the masjid, they are protected. But brothers and sisters, I mean, when we do this as parents, we will lose our kids. And our kids, when they grow up, they're not going to want to be around each other. We also learn from the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the father of Nu'man ibn Bashir radiallahu anhu, he is coming to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and saying, that I I want to give my son a gift. Rasulullah is asking him, are you going to give everyone else a gift? He says, no, I'm going to give only one child, only one child of mine a gift. Rasulullah says, I'm sorry, I don't want to be part of this process. This man came asking for the blessings of Rasulullah when Rasulullah saw that this is going to cause an issue and this is not right what the father is doing. Rasulullah he clearly he backed away from that situation. For the siblings, what do we learn from this? And how can we maintain a relationship? Number one is, do not ever cross the boundaries with your sibling. There are boundaries, boundaries of respect, especially when it comes to families. Learn how to be respectful to each other. One of the most, one of the things that breaks the families apart, especially when they grow up, is when they're comparing one child against the other. My child is this, and their child is this. And when you create a sense of competition, clear competition, this will sever the hearts because any mother and father, they care about their child. But when they see that their sibling is coming around and they're always comparing and so forth, this becomes very, very problematic down the road. 
Also, we learn that just like Harun alayhi salam and Musa alayhi salam is a story that we find of siblings. Musa alayhi salam had a stuttering issue. He could not, he could not communicate very clearly. Yet, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he gave this maqam, this, this daraja, this honor to Musa alayhi salam. Musa alayhi salam, he's telling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Haruna akhi, ushdud bihi azri. That he's telling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I need support. Send my brother Harun. Harun was older than Musa alayhi salam. But never did Harun overstep his boundaries. Never did Harun say to Musa, you cannot communicate clearly. Let me communicate on your part, on your behalf. What we learn from this is, when it comes to siblings, do not cross the boundaries of respect with each other. Also, what we learn from the Quran is, especially from the story of, Mu of Yusuf alayhi salam and his brothers, clearly there was sibling rivaling there, rivalry there. But what we learn from this is the importance of making sure you let go. Brothers and sisters, there are always going to be some people in the family who have to let go, who have to have their vision and their goal and their eye on the bigger prize of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yusuf alayhi salam sees, he's now the financial minister of Egypt. He sees his brothers. He has flash a person cannot run away from the memories he has those memories he remembers but at that time he never held that against them he remembered and he realized that they are in need and they are in support and even after they were made aware that this is the same person that they harmed and they threw into the well Yusuf did not use that against his own brothers so what we learn from this is that sometimes we have to put aside our ego for the bigger goal and anyone as the Prophet he says in a hadith Man Whoever lowers themselves, Allah will elevate them. Allah will elevate them. Today we have a belief in our families that the one who says sorry first, he is the weak one. You may think that he's the weak one, but according to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is the one who has the most amount of strength. According to Allah, he is the one who is the most beloved in the family. So that is why let's lower the, 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 let's lower the ego and let's try to bring our families together. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those who, who have a connected family. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from amongst those who bring people together, who reconcile between people and not sever people and sever relationships. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Barakallahu lana wa lakum fi al-Qur'an al-Azim. Wa nafa'ana wa iyaakum bi'ati wa dhikr al-Hakim. Astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa risa'il muslimina fa'astaghfiru innahu huwa al-Ghafur Rahim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulihi Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Amma ba'd. Last thing I will say is, people come and they say, I've done my part. Ya Sheikh, I reached out to my family, they want nothing to do with me. If that is the case, you've done your job. But you have to do a sincere, a sincere job about it. You have to reach out to them sincerely. Not just call them one time and say, you know what, I've done my job. No. Go out of your way. Once again, lower your ego and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will elevate you. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, uh, to, to grant us families that will bring peace and happiness to our lives. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to rectify our relationships. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring our hearts together as a family and as a community. Ameen, Rabbil Alameen. Allahumma Islam wal Muslimin. 
اللهم انصر الاسلام والمسلمين في كل مكان اللهم انصرنا على من خالفنا واحفظ بلادنا واصلح اولادنا واشف مرضانا وعاف مبتلانا وارحم موتانا وخذ بيدينا الى كل خير وعاصمنا من كل شر واحفظنا من كل ضير اللهم انا نسالك علما نافعا وعملا متقبلا ورزقا واسعا وشفاء من كل داء اللهم انا نعوذ بك من علم لا ينفع ومن قلب لا يخشع ومن نفس لا تشبع ومن دعاء لا يستجاب امين رب العالمين ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني اذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون اقيموا الصلاه straight lines fill in the gaps If you see any empty space in front of you, please complete it. Please fill that gap. Brothers in the back, please come inside. Brothers in the back, two rooms, please make sure the rows are complete. Often the rows are incomplete. If you're standing in the lobby area, please make sure the rows are straight. Please make sure the rows are complete. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar Ashhadu an la ilaha illa Allah Ashhadu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah Hayya ala salati, hayya ala al-falah قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله I request everyone to please make sure that salat is over. Just give me a few minutes of your time, inshallah. Jazakumullah khair. Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Maliki Yawm Ad-Din. Iyaka Na'budu wa Iyaka Nasta'een. Ihdina Sirat Al-Mustaqeem. Sirat Al-Ladheena An'amta Alayhim. غَيْرِ الْمَغْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا الضَّالِّينَ أَلَمْ تَرَ كَيْفَ فَعَلَ رَبُّكَ بِأَصْحَابِ الْفِيلِ أَلَمْ يَجْعَلْ كَيْدَهُمْ فِي تَضْلِيلٍ وَأَرْسَلَ عَلَيْهِمْ طَيْرًا أَبَابِيلٍ تَرْمِيهِمْ بِحِجَارَةٍ مِّن سِجِّيلٍ فَجَعَلَهُمْ كَعَصْفٍ مَأْكُولٍ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرٌ سَمِعَ اللَّهُ لِمَنْ حَمِدَ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرٌ Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar 
الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين إنا أعطيناك الكوثر فصل لربك وانحر إن شانئك هو الأبتر الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله If I can ask everyone just please remain seated just for just two three minutes inshallah uh, there's an uh, important video that I want to show everyone, inshallah. Once again, this is about what Brother Imran was talking about earlier, our groundbreaking project, inshallah, and then we have the fundraiser next week. So please, uh, this is a, reg uh, a small video regarding that to show you exactly what we're trying to work on. Jazakumullah khair.
Jazakumullah khair, brothers, for your time. Uh, once again, please be here, inshallah, on Saturday after Salat al-Dhuhr. And then, inshallah, next week on Saturday uh, at 6 p.m., inshallah, for our fundraiser. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa barakatuh.